0: Welcome to the After School Podcast, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Today you've got Danny, AJ, and unfortunately no Cyrus. It is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, so we do have a huge disclaimer. We'll be talking about sexual assault, so listener discretion is advised. If you or a loved one is suffering because of sexual assault, please do not be afraid to ask for help. The National Sexual Assault Hotline is 1-800-656-4673. One more time, it's 1-800-656-4673. We will be including resources in our podcast notes. Background on sexual assault. The literal definition of sexual assault from Merriam-Webster It says it is the illegal sexual contact that usually involves force upon a person without consent or is inflicted upon a person who is incapable of giving consent, whether it is because of age or physical or mental incapacity, or who places the asylum, such as a doctor, in a position of trust or authority. Sexual assault has a broad range of, um, how do you say this? The range of possibilities of sexual assault is fairly large. There are so many possibilities of things that could happen to you that could be considered sexual assault that you might not even know that you have been sexually assaulted. Sexual assault comes in many forms. Just to name a few, child sexual abuse, sexual assault of men and boys. Intimate partner sexual violence, incest, and drug facilitated sexual assault. If somebody is drunk, if somebody is high, if somebody is using a substance that alters their mentality, the answer is no, regardless of the situation. Regardless of they said yes, the answer is no. Because they are not mentally there. They Are not their own person. They are not sane enough to be making a decision on whether or not you get to touch them in that way, whether or not you get to act on them in that way, whether or not you get to do things to them that when they wake up tomorrow morning, they're not even gonna remember. It is common sense that if somebody cannot say no, that is automatically a no. It is common sense that if somebody says no, it is no. Now, this is where we have to be careful. Somebody might say yes, and they might take it back within 20 minutes, within 10 minutes. Somebody may say yes, and then when they wake up tomorrow morning, completely regret their decision. Now, if you believe that that person does not mean their yes, then you take it as a no. If you act on that yes, knowing that this person is not 100% sure of their decision, then you are a problem. If you act on this yes, you are an abuser. It is not hard to know the difference between a confident yes and an iffy yes and a maybe yes. It is not hard to take no for an answer. So do it. Take no for an answer. Pack up. Walk out. That's it. Now, because we have people who don't listen to these no's, every 73 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. Because people don't listen to know, every 9 minutes, that victim is a child. Every 73 seconds. It takes less than 5 minutes for multiple people in America to be sexually assaulted. Every 9 minutes? It is a baby, it is a child. It could be your little sister or your little brother. Every nine minutes, a 15 year old, a high schooler, someone younger than me every nine minutes is sexually assaulted. And from that moment on, that child's life has changed forever now they have to carry this with themselves now they don't even know if they should tell their mommy or their daddy because their assaulter could have been their mommy or their daddy their assaulter could have said this is our little secret you'll get in trouble if you tell somebody every 73 seconds it is an american every nine minutes it is a child And every five out of 1,000 perpetrators will end up in prison. Only five out of 1,000 perpetrators. Only five will suffer the consequences of ruining a child's life, of ruining a female's life, of ruining a man's life. Only five pay the consequences of their actions. And now there's a little kid sitting in their room wondering what just happened to them, wondering if they should tell their mom, wondering if they should tell their dad. By the end of this episode, you do the math. How many kids do you think have been sexually assaulted? Now think about that. Because people don't take no for an answer. There is 97% of women who have been sexually assaulted. Who have said no and not been listened to. Who haven't been able to say no and got taken advantage of. 97% of women because men cannot take no for an answer. And you're going to say not all men, but it is enough men for 97% of women to have a story. It is enough men for 97% of women to be afraid for the rest of their life. And it is not all men. But it is enough men to have me turn my shoulder and wonder if I'm being watched when I'm, on, when I'm walking home. It is enough men to have me check my purse to see if I have pepper spray, just to make sure that I have something to defend myself if anything were to happen. Because things can happen. It is 97%. I want to also shed light that it's not
1: only women who can get sexually assaulted. It can also be men. And it's not only men who could be the assaulters. It can also be women. It could also be non-binary people. Anybody could be the victim or the suspect. And I understand there is the hashtag not all men trend. But reiterating what Danny's saying, it's enough... For women to always be afraid to walk home at night, to have to carry pepper spray. There are multiple businesses, just checking out Instagram, there are multiple businesses, women run businesses, that sell like little, I, I don't wanna say goodie bags, but like self defense packs. So there's pepper spray, there's knuckles. This shouldn't be happening. We shouldn't have to make businesses in order to create self-defense weapons for others. They shouldn't have to be afraid to be living. I know when I first saw the 97% statistic, I wanted to know more. I wanted to know where did this come from? Is it really that reliable? Because I know it's on multiple social media platforms. You can say anything. You can add a picture on it. You'd believe it. But now we got to look at the numbers. The United Nations Entity for Gender Equality and Empowerment of Women, also known as UN Women, they're a branch of the UN, the United Nations, and they have a goal to develop and uphold standards and create an environment in which every woman and girl can exercise her human rights and live up to her full potential. So, the branch, the United Kingdom branch of this organization, they did a study of over 1,000 women living in the UK. So this 97%, although it is not taken from every single country, it has been taken from over 1,000 women in the United Kingdom. What do these numbers mean? 71% of women in the UK say they have experienced sexual harassment in public. In public. This is happening everywhere, all the time. We won't even realize it. Back to that. Every 73 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. That statistic is from Rain, the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization. It's happening all the time. It's not something that's on the news. It's not something that's happening over there. Oh, it's over there. It won't affect me. It's happening all the time. Back to the numbers. Only 3% of women aged 18 to 24 have never experienced any of the behaviors that they were asked about. Only 3%. Meaning. 97% of the surveyed age group had experienced some form of sexual harassment. Exactly. This shocking statistic is exactly the reason why everyone has been taking to their social media platforms in order to promote that women have been being violated more than once. Any woman. 90% of them. With one side of the story, there also comes the other side of the story. We must acknowledge faults if there are. So, some people say it's not reliable because it's done in Europe. It only had a little over 1,000, but to counter that criticism, it's baseless because this survey did use a little over 1,000 people, and you only need 500 to 1,000 participants in order for it to be reliable. Another reason the survey is deemed incorrect is because they included uncomfortable staring and walking too close on the list of things that were considered sexual harassment. Like Danny has said previously in this episode, sexual harassment is such a big umbrella that we have to acknowledge every moment in it. Every single thing under that umbrella, because like Danny said, you might even... You might not even realize that you have been sexually harassed so on that survey includes the uncomfortable staring and walking too close on the list of things that were considered to be sexual harassment it's hard to consider what sexual harassment is because so many people have different experiences and opinions on what it could be in different states there's different capacities consent in different countries there's different consent ages So, sexual harassment is a wide range of actions that can happen. Sure, stalking, um, staring, walking too close. The perpetrator isn't asking the victim whether or not they want to do or be violated. But they're still being harassed. They're still being assaulted. When someone's walking with shorts, anyone, they shouldn't have to be afraid that someone's going to creepily touch them. When someone's wearing whatever clothes they want to wear, they shouldn't have to worry about somebody making rude or even catcalling. People say, why are you complaining? They're giving you compliments. We're not asking for compliments. We're not asking for you to catcall us. It's not seen in my eyes, in my opinion. I don't see it respectable for you to be catcalling me. And then people think that catcalling would suddenly make women like you more. Maybe it did in your time, but not anymore. This generation is changing. We are taking the future into our own hands. We aren't asking for attention when we want to wear short shorts. We aren't asking for attention when we're wearing baggy clothes. So don't start complaining. Why aren't you? Why aren't you nicer to me cuz I'm giving you a compliment. We're not asking for it. I watched this movie The Lovely Bones. It's based off of a book by author Alice Siebel. The Lovely Bones is a story about a young girl living her life. She has a neighbor. A normal neighbor. A normal neighborhood. She's walking home. She takes a shortcut through a cornfield that's been chopped down because it's winter. So it's just an empty field, and she's just taking a shortcut to her house after school. And her neighbor. A neighbor that has been so... Is nice. Like they aren't close, but she knows that he's someone that she can trust.
0: He says, Check this out. In the nineteen seventies there wasn't that much awareness.
1: There, they weren't as cruel as we are now. Not only they weren't as cruel, they were better at hiding that cruelty than they are now. So she checks out what her neighbor friend shows her, and it's a little basement thing that he built in the corn field. So he dug a hole in the corn field, and it's like this small rectangle, probably no bigger than a six by six foot by six foot room, not even that big. And she goes into this room, and is she she is ultimately. Murdered, and sexually violated. This is an appalling story. And as you continue to read the book, as you continue to watch the movie, you realize that this seemingly nice neighbor has also done this, has killed, and has sexually assaulted multiple other young girls. The youngest being three to five, I believe, from my memory. Your assaulter could be someone that you trust. And I know that we've been taught to not trust strangers. But sometimes we don't even realize that our assaulter could be the one that we know the most. That we've always trusted. In the story of The Lovely Bones, she trusted her neighbor. She didn't know much about him, but she knew that her parents were okay with him. She knew that he was like any other neighbor. He liked to garden. Let me see He was like any other neighbor. He liked gardening. He was just living his life. It's the unexpected that hit us. So we can't just say don't talk to strangers. We also have to be wary about people who are getting too close for comfort. Sometimes they start off as friends. Sometimes assaulters of children, they start off nice to the parents. So the parents and the family members warm up to the assaulter. So there's no way that the assaulter would ever be suspected. So you have to be aware of everything. Alice Sebold has also shared her story in her book, Lucky. Alice Hebold has been raped. And the reason of the naming of the book Lucky was because where she was raped, a girl under that same bridge had died. and. Alice was being told, You're lucky you're not dead, which ultimately undermined her feelings of almost putting aside how being raped was irrelevant. Almost as if they were acting that she doesn't deserve that much concern, at least she's alive. True, she is alive. True, we are very thankful for that. But They deserve as much concern, respect as anyone else.
0: I just wanted to add in really quick. We need to stop normalizing, belittling people's experiences just because other people have had it worse. Yes. It is very irritating when you hear somebody say, oh, well, you can't complain about this because somebody else has had it worse. Somebody else is going through something that's worse. Just because there is something worse going on outside doesn't mean that your pain should be invalidated. Your story matters just as much as anybody else's story. You hear these stories and you hear these really really bad facts, right? About this 97% about these 73 what is it? 73 seconds. I mean, it's these 9 minutes all of these statistics, all of these facts, all of these stories, you get very scared. It's almost traumatizing in a way. Like, you didn't go through it, but somebody else that's, that's your sexuality, that is your gender, right? Somebody else who could even be in your family, right, has gone through something like this. And you see that and you hear about it and it makes fear grow within you. You grow and you become scared, and you begin to wonder if you're next or if the person next to you is next. At this point, with this rate that we're going in, this statistic is going to do nothing but scare us. We can't just sit here and be scared, we can't just sit here and let the world believe that we are pushovers. We can't just sit here and cry about it and then say, Well, this happened to me, and that's it. No. I am tired of sitting here. I want to speak up for those people who feel like they don't have a voice. I want to speak up for those people who truly cannot tell their story just because of how traumatizing it is to relive that moment in their life a moment in their life that they dream about every night. Every time they close their eyes, they're going to see that attacker's face, every time that they're in silence, they're gonna hear that person's voice. And that person is gonna have that grip on the victim for the rest of their life. But some people, some people say no. Some people say, you don't get to have that on me. Some people say, you don't get to take that control on me. For example, Jazz Thornton, Thornton. I cannot pronounce her last name. For example, Jazz Thornton. Jazz Thornton is a film director. She is um, the co-founder of Voices of Hope, a mental health activist, and an author. She was sexually assaulted for the first time when she was three years old. She was told, this is our little secret. She was told, you're going to get in trouble if you tell somebody. She didn't let this get to her. This was the first time at three years old, this was the first time that she got sexually assaulted and it was not gonna be her last. And little did she know that she was gonna go through the worst pain of her life. But she didn't let that take control of her in the end. In the end, she became a very successful film director. She's a mental health activist. She's a co-founder of her own company. Because she didn't let one person take complete control of her life. And we can do that. If you are a victim, if you want help, search for it. You can find help. You can become the best person you want to be. Do not let this take you over. It is scary, it is traumatizing, and it might just be the worst thing that you will ever go through in your life, but you have to take back control. You were scared, but you were strong. For those of you who don't have a story, for those of you who aren't part of the 97%, for those of you who haven't been sexually assaulted, Find a way to protect yourselves. I am sure that everybody from now on will want to protect each other. Let's protect each other. Let's not let somebody else fall into that 97%. Let us speak up. Let us use our voice so that that number does not increase. Let us be advocates for the people who cannot advocate for themselves. I don't know about you, but I've heard enough stories in my lifetime to know that I am tired of hearing them. We need to speak up for those people. And
1: just want to repeat that there are resources out there that can help you, including the 24-7 National Sexual Assault Hotline, which is 1-800-656-4673, repeating 1-800-656-4673. We will be including resources and all of our sources in the podcast notes if y'all would like to look deeper into the subject or seek help. The song credit for this episode is Blame Game by Beach Bunny. And it goes over the experience of how women have to fear. They become the suspect instead of the victim. They're asked, What were you wearing? Even though what they were wearing has nothing to do with the way that their attacker went on them. One of the lyrics... Quotes, someone saying, you look prettiest when you smile, babe. But I don't want to smile for anyone. I'll be caught dead saying, guess it's my fault my body's fun to stare at. Sorry, my clothes can't keep your hands from grabbing. Yeah, it's my problem. I'm asking for it. Guess you're the victim, and I'm the suspect. Another striking lyric would be, posters and TV tell me my body is for others' satisfaction. Get a sexual reaction. We're taught we're only meant to act holy. Cover up your shoulders or you might tempt somebody. Girls run home at night because we're leaving from the party. Because we're raised to trust nobody. It's not right to make excuses. Teach them why they shouldn't do this instead of telling us to hide. This song enforces the experiences of girls their and women of people who, of anyone really, who feel like they aren't safe in their own body. That they'd be safer being someone else. This song came at such such great timing. And I, I think it will age beautifully. Because until sexual assault has been acknowledged, has been ended will this song not be relevant? That 97% is for women aged 18 to 24. Imagine what happens to helpless children. Imagine what happens. What's the statistic for men? What's the statistic for boys, for girls? For the LGBTQ plus community, we don't even know. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Again, this shouldn't have to be put on such a big scale in order for us to pay attention to it. They should always be seen. We should always listen. If someone you know decides they are comfortable enough to share their story with you, you have to listen. You have to show your concern with them. And I know you want to help them, but do your best. Don't diagnose them. Don't try to prescribe them to do things because there's somebody out there who probably has more knowledge on the topic than you do. So instead of that, what I always do when I don't know how to help someone, I ask them, how can I help you? If they say something, I'll help them in that way if I can. If they don't say anything, if they wish to not tell me anything else, I'll leave them be, I won't ask questions. You don't want to pry because it takes so much energy just for them to find someone to trust and tell their story. So show them that you listen, show them that you care, ask them if there's anything that you can do to help them, and show them the resources that are available. There is help. There are communities and organizations that have been made in order to help those who have been sexually assaulted. So please do not be afraid to ask for help.
0: So this week's episode was just as hard as last week's. And we know we've been doing this kind of like hard episodes, right? But um, it needs to be talked about. And with that being said, we are now at the end. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you all on the flip side.